hi everybody. Um, cut. <laughs> Action. Welcome to a cell. Hi everybody. <laughs> this is episode seven of These Nuts Podcast. You're done. You're done. We hope you enjoyed our surprise double episode week. Season or episode season six, six point one and six point two. We had a lot of fun doing it. And then for today's episode. Pow, another surprise. We have a guest, um, Drew Samuels from Rock and Randy's Pro Outlaw Podcast is going to be here today to tell us a couple of wrestling world stories. Wrestling. Okay. Thank you so much, Drew, for agreeing to to be on These Nuts Podcast. If it's not too embarrassing for you. Aw. Well, what are you going to tell us about today? Well, I thought uh, since you guys seem to be infatuated with death, murder, blood, and all kinds of stuff, like, associated with the dead (laughs) and violence. That's me, for sure. (laughs) Maybe one of us, but (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, After you had heard the show that I had guested on previously, Rockin' Randy's, um, I had mentioned to you that there was a lot of crazy stories that came from the wrestling world, and... You said, and I quote, do tell. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> do, do tell. And uh, so I thought we would go with murder. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the penultimate ending. So It's a fan favorite of mine. The Von Erics. Do you know the Von Erics? Tell us about him. The Von Erics. Crazy story. Crazy family. Uh, the father, Fritz Von Erich real name Jack Atticuson, uh married a, a pretty little lady from Texas named Doris. And uh, She sounds adorable. <laughs> he was a star football player at SMU down in Dallas, Texas, back in the geez, 30s or 40s, long time ago. But, you know, he parlayed that into becoming part of the, the Southern Methodist Dallas business clique, which is a very affluent to this day and he was he became a part of that <clears throat> because he was a, a landowner he owned a lot of a lot of land and whatnot and a lot of real estate investments in the the dallas metroplex area so he was a very very wealthy man but leading into that after he leaves college he had to he had to leave college he lost his scholarship because he married doris and you couldn't be married and be on a scholarship back then so he becomes a wrestler, and he packs up Doris and their baby son, Jack Jr., and they head <laughs> off, and he's making the rounds through all these little territories around the country. And he's working around, becoming famous, moderately famous, and by this time, he's got three sons, Jack Jr., Kevin, and David. Flash forward, they move to buffalo new york to work for the buffalo territory in the niagara falls area and 
they're living in a trailer park, which is inhabited by a lot of the wrestlers because they're transient in nature. So Jack's out wrestling, comes home, sees Jack Jr., who's six years old, outside playing, has his bicycle laying down in a puddle. It's kind of into winter going into spring, so there's snow drifts laying around and there's puddles of water everywhere. It's kind of rainy all the time. So Fritz pulls up, parks his car, and he says, boy, get your bike out of that damn puddle and get home, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so the kid set his friends a few trailers down. He reaches down to grab his bike out of the water. And at the time that he does that, he puts his hand on this trailer to balance himself. And when he does that, somehow this trailer has an unground electric current running through it. Oh. So oh. he puts his hand on it. Had he not been holding the metal handlebar of his bicycle, he would have been fine. Oh, but no. When he touched the trailer, basically, he became the, the conductor. Mm -hmm. He completed the circuit. Oh, my and it, God. It shocked him, and it knocked him out. It didn't kill him, but it, it knocked mm -hmm. him out cold. But he fell face first into the puddle that his bicycle was in, and he drowned in three inches of water. What? at the age of six. Oh my god so i did then, not see that coming no of course the family is shook up fritz packs up doris and his other two sons and they're heading back to texas goes to texas he buys into the wrestling promotion there in dallas because like i said he's a landowner he's a rancher he owned he made a lot of Good business deals, so he's becoming very wealthy at this time. Very, very, very wealthy. Um, and then also, flash forward, let's say, four more years. Now there's four sons. There's Kevin, David, now Carrie, and baby Michael. Jack Jr. has already died. <clears throat> We're moving in. Now all of a sudden, there's a, a fifth son. Well, sixth. Chris. So now there's five sons living, gotcha. one dead. We're heading into the 1980s. Wrestling's becoming a big business in Dallas. It's kind of cable TV's becoming a thing. So the shows are going further out. They're drawing more people. These guys are becoming like MTV music video stars, you know? They are superheroes. They're making a, a shitload of money. Everything is theirs for the taking. It's pretty crazy. Dallas, Texas is their playground. 1984, they're partying pretty hard. David goes on a trip to Japan to wrestle over there. He doesn't even wrestle his first match. And they find him dead in his hotel. Several different accounts. The family's account is that he had a ruptured intestine and it killed him it caused heart failure his intestines ruptured caused heart failure ladies and gentlemen it is a great honor for me to be here tonight as a representative of the von Erich family as most of you know this past thursday night david von Erich passed away in tokyo japan but the first story they released was he died from food poisoning from eating bad sushi and they also said that he died because he got kicked in the stomach really hard in a match, which we knew was a lie because he hadn't even had a match yet there. Mm. 
they had many, many other different accounts. Basically, they were lying and covering up the fact that he had eaten way too many Placidils and drank about a bottle and a half of Jack Daniels. And he choked on his puke. What's a Placidil? It sounds delicious. <laughs> it's, it's a, uh, it's probably like the second worst slash best muscle relaxer okay. out there. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that before. No. My doctor probably has me on a no-fly list. <laughs> yeah, these guys have, they had, I mean, a norm, like if a normal human like you or I ate half of one of those, it would be like getting shot with a tranquilizer dart. Aww. These guys were eating like 30 to 50 of them at a time and washing them down with booze. Damn. And then doing cocaine and whatever else anybody had. The 80s were wild. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so basically the story that basically traveled through the business, through the locker rooms, <clears throat> David overdosed. So now they've lost two sons. Mm. So then fast forward 1986, uh, well, 1985, Carrie gets married. He goes on his honeymoon to Mexico, and as he's coming back from Mexico through customs, he gets arrested with an ounce of pot about 200 pills and a quote-unquote a white powdery substance and somehow some way all the evidence disappeared and to make the story that was in the newspaper go away and i'm not even kidding you at all at the time the von eric brothers were feuding with another trio of guys called the fabulous freebirds so the freebirds come on tv and do an interview saying we put that stuff in your suitcase. Ha ha. We tried to get you arrested. <laughs> so basically they're trying to say that the bad guys planted the drugs on them. To get oh. them in and the free birds were willing no. to say that. Yes, because this is the other thing that's happening at that time. Fritz is one of the largest donators and contributors to the Dallas Baptist church scene. He's friends with Pat Robertson from the 700 Club. He's on the 700 Club all the time. Their their actual wrestling show, World Class Championship Wrestling, was broadcast on the Christian Broadcast Network. The actual, they paid the show. That was like how Monday Night Raw is on the USA Network. Their show was on the Christian Broadcast Network. So it was not good for Fritz's sons to keep getting in trouble yeah. with the law when they're supposed to be good, upstanding Christian young men. So they're <laughs> naughty. <laughs> there's this whole like sleazy religion, funky, weird thing going on, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, one, one writer that I read who was writing about this topic said it was like Jim and Tammy Faye Baker with a drop kick. <laughs> Except instead of people just getting their money taken away, people were dying. Yeah, that's crazy. So Carrie dodges this bullet. You know, the free birds planted the drugs on him. <laughs> so we're going to get back at them, by golly. So then 1986, Carrie gets high, gets on his motorcycle wearing nothing but a pair of, like, basketball shorts. No shoes, no shirt, nothing. High as a kite takes off on his motorcycle, and crashes into the back of a parked police car. 
And as he's flying over the top of the car, his foot gets hung up in the white bar on top of the car. And it basically rips his foot off. <laughs> oh. <gasps> oh, my God. They do all of this delicate, delicate, delicate surgery to try to fuse it back together. And they get it fused together in a walking position. And all this time, he's been out, out of wrestling for almost a year and a half at this point because of the accident and they keep saying you know every week well carry might be back next week just keep tuning in just keep coming back he might be back next week it's just not happening so while he's convalescing and they basically force him to get back in the ring we need you to just go in there punch the guy a few times give him the his disc because it was called a discus punch where he would spin around like a discus thrower would and then he punches the guy that was his finish the discus punch right you know give him the discus punch and just pin him and that's it and then everybody sees you we know that you're okay blah 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 so they like inject his foot with like lidocaine till it's like enough to would kill any other like human or probably oh animal <laughs> And he goes out there and while he's out there doing nothing but walking on it without crutches, he destroys it. Yes, ladies, that is Kerry Von Erich, who has deserted Texas to be part of the World Wrestling Federation. But he was back tonight and look who's with him. His legendary father, Fritz, in the corner. The opponent was supposed to be that well-known turncoat, Sergeant Slaughter. But the despised Slaughter didn't show up. Slaughter's manager, the hated Iraqi General Adnan, brought Russian Boris Zukov to fill in. Look what happens. Kerry lives up to his nickname, the Texas Tornado. And even though right there, General Adnan tries to trip Von Erich, Kerry was able to turn the tables and it's bye-bye, Boris. <laughs> Which leads to amputation. Oh, oh my God. I so then he ends he ends up wrestling the rest of his career with a prosthetic foot and nobody knew except for people who knew obviously what? but i feel like i noticed <laughs> while all this is happening there was a there's a clear divide in the von eric family the three older brothers kevin david and carrie and then there were the two younger brothers mike and chris while the three older brothers were being busy being rock star wrestlers with everything at their world at their hands, you know, Chris and Mike are mid to late teens and they don't look the part. They don't, you know, their brothers are big and athletic and muscular and good looking and they're scrawny and, you know, unspectacular. But, <laughs> uh, now that David is dead, we need another Von Eric, damn it. So Mike, you're coming to the ring and by all accounts, he was a guitar. He wanted to play the guitar. He wasn't athletic. He just, he didn't have it, but you know, they just started pumping him with steroids. He got up to about 200 pounds, but he couldn't take the pounding. He threw a drop kick on a guy and separated his shoulder pretty bad. He had to have a surgery. So they do the surgery, fix his shoulder. And while he's healing somehow in the wound, he contacts uh, a form of staph infection, basically it's called toxic shock syndrome, which is normally associated with tampon use. It's very, it's the only case I've ever heard of a man actually getting it. Yeah. And basically it fried him. His, his temperature went to like 107. I mean, organ failure. Just Damn. Bad. Just bad. But somehow, some way, this dude lives through it. He survives. 
and there's his dad when he comes out of his coma to remind everybody to be at the Cotton Bowl show on Saturday. And I'll be back. I'll be there, even though I just came out of a coma five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, God. Interview. I mean, he looks dead. His eyes are sunken into his face. Oh. I mean. And then later hearing about how they'd gone on TV and asked the fans to pray for me. That's the only reason I'm alive here today. When the, from the fever, the organ failure, and he couldn't wrestle anymore. He was just constantly having these fits of rage. He was getting arrested all the time for DUIs, and he tried to attack a doctor in, a, in an emergency room. And then he started getting in trouble for forging prescriptions, which was really bad for the Von Erich name. So while all this trouble's happening, he gets a DUI again. Fritz dispatches the family lawyer to get him bailed out of jail. And the lawyer goes and bails him out. And that's the last time anybody sees him alive. He, uh, in a, I guess, a cruel fate <laughs> echoes to his brother's fate. He goes to a local lake, eats a bottle, an entire bottle of Placidil. Mm -hmm muscle relaxers, washes it down with booze, zips himself up in a sleeping bag, and they find him in the bushes. That's so sad. And days later, I mean, he was out there for days. And <clears throat> so now that's third son. So now they only have three left, right, living? Yes. Okay. Now they're down, Kevin, Carrie, and Chris. Okay. Flash forward to... Let's say, what, geez, 1991. Chris is early 20s, but Chris, try as he might, he wanted to be a wrestler, unlike Mike. Chris really wanted to be a wrestler like his brothers. But he had medical and health issues as a kid. He had really, really, really bad asthma, so he was on prednisone his whole life, which prednisone makes your bones brittle. Oh, I didn't so, know that. I, Anytime he would get thrown into the corner or get hit over the back or he'd fall on the ground, he would break his arm, break his wrist, break his ankle. He just, he couldn't take the pounding, couldn't take that because he and wanted he, to be in the business, but he physically wasn't capable. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, oh, you're their little brother. Oh, you're their little brother. You're their little brother. He couldn't take that either. So they... He basically, he goes up into the woods. The family owns like a 200 and some acre ranch. He just rides his four-wheeler off into the woods. One of the brothers, I think it was Kevin, went to the house because uh, Chris still lived with Doris and Fritz. And the brothers all had houses on this acreage too. They kind of, Fritz kept a very tight leash on his family. But. One of the brothers goes, you know, where's Chris? And everybody's looking for Chris, can't find Chris. Uh, so they go up to Chris's room looking for him. They find a note on the bed. Tired of this shit. Tired of everybody saying, oh, you're their brother. I'm tired of not being able to do anything about it. Tired of my body failing me. Just tired of it. So they go looking for him. They go up to, because he had a place, like, in the woods where he would go that they knew of. So they went up there, and that's where they found him. He had shot himself in the head. Oh my gosh. He's, they're down, Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah, they sure are. Damn. 
1993. By this point, the family business of world-class championship wrestling is done. It's mm -hmm. dead. No pun intended. <laughs> so Carrie gets a job working for Vince McMahon's WWF, traveling the whole country. But by this point, he's got one foot. He's got a severe, severe steroid and cocaine problem. Just, he's in a bad way. <clears throat> and to the point where, at one point, the, the DEA had gotten information of a wrestler traveling with large amounts of cocaine. <laughs> so they set a sting operation at the Keel Auditorium in St. Louis, but with Vince being connected throughout the country with politicians, he knew it was coming. So he called a meeting the night before saying, you better not have a fucking crumb on you, excuse my language, when you show up in St. Louis. And before that ever happened, he looked right at Carrie Von Eric and said, you are going to rehab. So they sent him straight to rehab. So he gets out of rehab, <laughs> gets back on the road, and goes right back into it. And I was hoping fired. this was going to be the feel-good moment. Right. But no. No, he got fired. So then he's back in Dallas working in front of local crowds, in front of maybe 50, 60 people, instead of twenty to 30,000, mm. making next to no money. His wife has now said, I'm leaving you. I'm taking our kids. And then at this point, obviously, he's got a serious opioid addiction for painkillers because, you know, the guy's got one foot. Right. And wrestlers basically live in pain. I mean, yes, the finish is determined, and but when you pick a guy up and you throw him down on plywood, you're picking a guy up and you're throwing him on plywood. You know, That's, they, yeah. they, get hurt. they get hurt a lot. And the guy was just living in pain, and he needed pills to survive. That was where he was at. And he had been basically going around all over the, the Metroplex area there trying to shop prescriptions. You know, basically every every pharmacy was like, we just, you know, no. <laughs> and then it was fake prescriptions, forged prescriptions. He got caught forging. So he had already had a previous cocaine arrest that he was on probation for. So now this arrest meant you're going to jail. Uh oh. And he couldn't take that. So he went Bro, out and said, You're wrestling on one foot. You can go to jail. <laughs> right. It's going to be fine. He went to his dad's ranch where his dad was pouring a concrete driveway. He pulled up and he said, I'm going to go out and shoot some pheasants. So oh. he goes in the house and he gets a 44 mag and he goes out driving out onto the property and he went to the tree that I guess that all the brothers used to play in when they were kids growing up on this ranch. Sat down, shot himself in the heart. News for wrestling fans this morning. Pro wrestler Kerry Von Erich has apparently taken his own life. He was one of the members of the famous Von Erich wrestling family. Kerry was found yesterday by his father near a farmhouse on the family ranch near Dallas. This is uh, only the latest tragedy for the family of six brothers. Five of them are now dead. If Kerry's death is ruled a suicide, it'll be the third suicide in the family in the last six years. Friends say Von Erich was suffering from a drug addiction and depressed over the deaths of his brothers. Kerry Von Erich was scheduled to wrestle tonight in Dallas against the Angel of Death. Oh my He's gone. <laughs> so now there's only Kevin. Oh my goodness. This... And here's the good part. Kevin okay. survives to this day. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, he sold everything related to wrestling and the family business, sold the ranch, but he kind of is like his dad. He, he moved his whole family to Hawaii, bought a bunch of land out there. All of his kids live on the acreage and houses just like he did, but I don't think he's as overbearing as his father was. I think yeah. he just wants his family together because he, he saw all this go away. I couldn't imagine losing one sibling, let alone five. five. Yes. Wow. One of the one of the more tragic stories of wrestling. Yeah. Man, that's sad. But then there's like the funny stories of like Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Iron Sheik who are fighting each other on TV <laughs> in like a big feud. They get arrested driving together on the news, <laughs> smoking a joint, and drinking beer. Okay, <laughs> yes, I so wanted to end on something cute. <laughs> yes, so the funny stories. Yeah, but there's not too many of those that you can really tell on a family-friendly show. <laughs> I wouldn't really call us family-friendly. I don't think I would either. Like wrestlers are like the lowest common denominator humans. It's sad to say but <laughs> not so much anymore but like 60s 70s 80s they were like the most deplorable humans <laughs> it sounds like 80s i mean yeah wild that's crazy oh. just stories of drug use and like i said bar fights it just mm -hmm. it never ends it's a bottomless well <laughs> you had you need a top Anytime you need a topic, just throw a coin in the wishing well at the wrestling ranch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's a pool I'd never swam in. So this, you had me at every turn with the Von Erics. I'm like, yes. now what? Now what? Is he going to survive this motorcycle crash? Then what? So that one was uh, crazy. Here's a thing that's happening right now, actually. There's a, a movie being made called The Iron Claw. It's about the Von Erich family. And I imagine it's going to be extremely whitewashed, like, because obviously the family's involved, Kevin's involved. Oh. So it's not going to be, you know, the real reasons. They're not going to tell you, you know, Dave's going to have a ruptured intestine that gives him heart failure in Japan. Right. It's not right. going to have anything to do with all the placidils he ate and then choked on when he threw up. <laughs> right. I'll probably and, you know, still watch it, though. It still sounds yeah, good. But, the the guy who plays Kevin in the movie is Zach Efron. Oh, really? He got me at Zach Efron. Is that why he's been bulking <laughs> up? You're gonna get ungot when you see his haircut in this movie when he's portraying a wrestler from the nineteen eighties. Can't wait. He looks like an Amish dude with a bowl cut. <laughs> it's actually quite funny. Hey, I think we all had that haircut. <laughs> oh wow. Moms had the same Tupperware. That's right. <laughs> Not Katie. She's a baby. Thank you so much, Drew. I loved them. Yes, yeah, seriously. Thank you. My pleasure to stop in and say hi. And like I said, I can I can go on and on about any subject. So anytime you're you're in need of a guest, holler at me. If you could just commit to once a month, because then it's kind of like a chill night for us. We can just yes. listen. Sure. All right, sure. we'll send out a calendar invite. Perfect. All right, thank you so much. All right, you guys. Have a great show. Thank you. We'll, I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye.
Thank you, Drew. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did. We don't know much about old-timey wrestling, but... The Von Erics. That was tragic. I can't imagine having five siblings. Mm -mm. Although, I do have four. <laughs> but all of them but gone. all of them, no. I mean, they were all sad stories they in their were. own way, but I... You as a sister, me as a mother, like I can't imagine that much loss. That's tragic, and I'm gonna watch that movie. I'm, I am too. I'm gonna watch that out. movie. Yeah. yeah. So, a couple updates. We have. Take it away. It's all me. Um. So I'm gonna start with Miley and Liam. Amy. Dun dun dun. Sent me something fun over the weekend. I don't know if I would call it fun. I was shocked and also feeling being lazy. So I was like, <laughs> I saw this article. I'm like, Miley and Liam, what? I'm just going to send it to Katie and wait for the update. <laughs> so I'm learning with you guys. So you sent me um, a screenshot or a Facebook link or something. And when I clicked on it, it said Liam Hemsworth suing Miley Cyrus for defamation of character. Because of flowers. And? And? Is that true? It is not. Oh, good. False. I was like, what a wuss, Liam. Get over <laughs> yourself. <laughs> okay. False news. Yeah. So the people that were photoshopped or that were spreading that out there were photoshopping those things. Okay. Like They very clearly took a Google image of each of their signatures of Pasted them onto some court documents. Was not true. Okay. So, but the Miley. <laughs> I can't with your drama. Bring in the drama. The next best thing that I found about Miley okay. is she is partnered with Disney Plus. Okay. So she's going back to her Disney roots and bringing back Hannah Montana in a former fashion. She is releasing all summer long, summer vacation. I don't remember what the album's called. Okay. On it's called Backyard Sessions on Disney Plus. And so she just kind of like talks about how she Aww. wrote the album and then we'll go through some of the songs and I'm gonna watch that too. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm excited. Okay. Do you have any updates? The only thing I was going to mention is the latest with this Madeline McCann, Julia Ooh, saga. Oh, okay. So it's very slow moving right now, but there are a bunch of just things happening all at once, and it's kind of hard to sort through. But now I'm hearing the McCanns have not agreed to a DNA test. Oh. Um, but Madeline is represented represented now by a doctor, probably by some legal people. And she is going to be tested against another Julia. Miss, Julia, sorry. Yeah. Against some other missing children. Wow. So if nothing else, we're going to start ruling some stuff out. One thing that I did read and, you know, we'll see if it's false news or not is part of the representation, the, the people, the team that's surrounding Julia right now, they reached out to the hospital where she was born and there's no record of her being there until she was five years old. What? So if that's true, that's an interesting little spin. So two, more to come. I'm going to keep following it oh my and gosh. try to keep up on what's going on. 
That is the only update I brought this week. I just have one little quick update that I know you're sick of hearing about. Doubt it. No. But we talked about Haley and Selena last Mm -hmm. week. Selena Gomez is back out there on social media. She deactivated some of her her accounts because she was just like, nope, this drama is not for me. I'm going to sit back and just do my own thing. But she's back. I haven't seen any of her updates, Mm. but I have read a couple articles about her being back. So I just know this beef is not over yet. (sighs) You know, I know I already told you this off camera today, but just for, I'm tired of it. I told you. I'm tired of it. And also, yeah, I I do think Haley's a mean girl, but the entire world attacking her. Everybody. Haley, if I could be your public relations person, I would suggest that you just go off the grid for a little bit, work on yourself and come back and show us that. But all this hashtagging and the pictures and like, yes. come on, we're better. We're older than that. We're and Justin than that. too. I don't know if you've seen some of the things. I'm sorry. I know you're tired of talking about it, but <laughs> it's okay. I have seen many people speculating that he's like he so he's got a Selena tattoo on his. He's arm. always got it. He's out. always got it out, yeah. or he's always referencing her in some way, yeah. or he's happy in all the pictures except the ones. With and they'll find the one where he's like, "Hey, you can find a bunch of pictures of me looking cranky too, <laughs> but it doesn't mean I'm in a bad mood." I know. So yeah, they both should just go off the grid for a little just while. Work on you guys. Yeah, just keep it keep it private. Selena's and... still my queen. Like oh I, yeah, but. Yeah, those other two. Just let's leave them alone. Let them sort it out. Yes. But welcome back, Selena. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. <laughs> I think that's all the updates I have. Okay. I am excited for next week's episode. I'm going to give some updates on the Murdoch family. Oh. So I know I, I know there's a lot last week. So I have a ton of updates. That's really gonna be what my what my episode's gonna be about. So I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited about that. But anything else? That's it. That, that's it. She says. Thank so. you guys for all your support and yes. hope you enjoyed this episode of These, These Nuts, Nuts Podcast. Podcast.